23rd episode of Travel It Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with co-host Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, who's also our writer. And we are in the 12th season of Travel It Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travelitch Radio. And tonight, we're talking with Stacy Brown, current president of the National Scenic Byway Foundation. She's also president and CEO of Visit Shreveport Bozier in Louisiana, home to the Boom or Bust Byway. Welcome, Stacy, to Travelage Radio. Thank you, Dan and Mary Ellen. I appreciate you all having me on tonight, and I'm excited to share the story of byways with your listeners. Well, that's good, because a lot of people don't know what it is. The National Scenic Byway Foundation is the only national organization dedicated to advancing byways and amplifying the voice of the byway community Please explain to our listeners, what is a byway? Well, in very simple terms, it's a distinct or diverse road. So our definition of scenic reaches beyond breathtaking vistas. So all of America's byways represent the depth and breadth of scenery in America, natural and man-made panoramas. Um, So you may see some electrifying uh, neon landscapes or ancient and modern history, indigenous people, arts and cultures, or even scenes of friends, family, and strangers sharing their stories. As we were browsing travelbyways.com, we noticed that routes included in the America's Byways collection are either national scenic byways or all-American roads. What's the difference? So they are a little bit different. So to be designated as a National Scenic Byway, a byway must meet the criteria of at least one of the six intrinsic qualities um, that the Federal Highways came up with. And those are archeological, cultural, historic, natural, recreational, and scenic. Um, And the features contributing to that distinctive characteristic must be shown um, in the corridor itself, and the quality has to be recognized throughout the region and considered regionally significant. Um, On the All-American Road side, they must meet at least two of the intrinsic qualities. So it can't be um, just, you know, some average roadway. It has to have um, really strong significance and really be a destination unto itself. You wear two hats, Stacey. You've been president of the Shreveport Bozier Convention and Tourist Bureau for 20 years, and you volunteer as president of the National Scenic Byway Foundation. How did you get involved? Well, my love of byways began a number of years ago when my boss at the time said, here's a grant for this byway thing, implement it. So I really started digging in and 
learning more about byways, um, started going to some byway conferences and met others. And, and uh, a friend of mine from South Louisiana said, hey, I've been on this board called the National Scenic Byway Foundation, and I think you should be a part of it. So she got me involved. Uh, many years ago, and I have really, truly enjoyed um, my involvement in the organization. AAA Southern Traveler Magazine named the Boom or Bust Byway a Southern Travel Treasure in 2015. How did it get its name, and what makes it so special? Well, the Boom or Bust Byway is 137 miles long, and it really tells that universal American story of the dramatic ups and downs. Um, in our area, in the oil and gas, the lumber industry, the transportation, farming, as well as the entertainment businesses over the decades that have produced both the best and the worst of times. Um, so it really shows the resilience of our community and our ability to bounce back even when times have been bad. Well, we did Dollywood on this show a couple of weeks ago, and I thought Boomer Bus Byway had something to do with her. Oh, wow. <laughs> that does kind of fit. <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on. Scenic driveway is highly popular in the United States. Our country boasts an incredible diverse range of landscapes from rugged coastlines and majestic mountains to rolling plains and deserts. But what else makes it so popular? You know, People love getting off the beaten path. It gives you the opportunity to really get to know the history and the culture and the people of the area, um, what made them who they are and how do they live and really get to delve into that. And so America's Roads and Byways provide us with so much more than just transportation. Um, they permit, of course, movement and progress, but they also symbolize the very freedom from which America was built. And sometimes it takes uh, a change of scenery to remind ourselves of who we are and who we're capable of becoming. So really byways are all about making connections with yourself and others and creating great memories. I've got to interject something here. The Peter, uh, Peter Norwood, I believe, in South Dakota, did design that beautiful byway. You know what I'm talking about, the Needle high, needle Byway near Mount Rushmore? Yes. Yeah. I've been on it. It's really quite stunning. I have not been on that one personally, but I've seen pictures, and it is beautiful. Oh, it's great. They're all curves, and you, you can't really go very fast because everything is curves. It goes through mountains and rocks and everything. It's great. Anyway, Historic Route 66 and the Pacific Coast Highway are quite famous byways, but there are actually 184 routes designated as America's byways. What are some of the other gems in your opinion? You know, one of the things I love most about byways is their diversity. So each one has unique aspects to really satisfy a variety of tastes. So you may be interested in man-made icons like the neon signs along the Las Vegas Strip, or you may be looking for natural treasures like Colorado's Dinosaur Diamond, where you can immerse yourself in dinosaur fossils and artifacts of the ancient Indians who once lived in those deep canyons, or even taking another trip along a road, famous road, um, the Great River Road, 
that goes through a number of states um, where people traveled to the South uh, to find another way of living. We're based on the East Coast, which seems to be one long megalopolis superhighway type area. But what are some <laughs> of the scenic byways we might be able to find around here? You know, there are so many, I could not possibly name them all, so I'm going to give you a great resource. If you go to www.travelbyways.com, uh, where it's easy to click on a state that you're interested in, and then you can find the names of all the byways located in that state, and many of them have additional information right there. Or you can go and search on Google a little bit deeper. But that is really a great way to find, you know, whatever state you're wanting to travel in, what are those byways that are available. That's terrific because Mary Ellen is in the middle of Manhattan, and I'm in northern New Jersey, and we don't exactly have byways in our backyards. So we would definitely do <laughs> yeah. that. And now that Absolutely. fall is here, the scenic byways are an ideal way for leaf peepers to experience fall foliage. What do you recommend? So a couple of weeks ago, um, our executive director of the National Scenic Byways Foundation sent out a request to the member byways and said, hey, tell me about your fall foliage. And uh, we received a huge response. And because most of those byways have rural components, you can enjoy the changing of colors on just about all of our byways. So one of the great ways to do it is go onto our National Scenic Byway Foundation website, which is www.nsbf, or nsbfoundation, sorry, .com, nsbfoundation.com. When you go there, just click on the little um, search button uh, and just type in seasons, and that'll take you right to a great page with seasons along the byway where you can search for ones that are uh, providing great uh, foliage for your time period. So some of them are actually starting their peak now, um, but some don't peak until mid-November. So we've got a wide range of travel plans that are available. We're talking with Stacy Brown about scenic byways. Stacey, the goal of the National Scenic Byway Foundation is that our nation's byways will be recognized and valued worldwide for their distinctive experiences, stories, and treasured places. Do you attract many international travelers? You know, many international visitors, the, the first thing they do is go to the big major cities, you know, so they can say, I've been to New York, and I've been to New Orleans, and I've been to San Francisco. But then when they come back, they really want to dig more into America and see what we're all about. Um, they want to explore more, see the real America, and have those special selfies that their friends back at home don't have. So they mm. love to get off the beaten path and explore the byways um, and really connect the places they're going to through the byways. Um, recently, a friend of mine out in a little town called Homer, Louisiana, that's along the Boomer Bus Byway, um, he was out near his courthouse square, which has a, a beautiful uh, square with the courthouse, um, very historic structure. And a couple was there, and they were trying to take a picture, and he said, you know what, let me take your picture. Um, and so he could tell by the way they spoke that they had a little bit of an accent. So after he took their picture, he started talking to them and found out that they were from Germany, um, and oh. they were traveling from one destination to another and wanted to go along the Boomer Bus Byway. 
Um, so they, the international travelers come for weeks at a time usually, and they really have the opportunity to experience real Americana. And National Scenic Byways and All-American Roads have been chosen for their exceptional scenic, natural, historic, cultural, archaeological, or recreational value, as you mentioned, by the U.S. Secretary of Transportation since 1966, 1996, excuse me. Are you continually adding new ones? So we are continually adding new state scenic byways, but not national scenic byways. Um, National Scenic Byways are designated um, through the Secretary of Transportation, through the Department of Transportation, and those applications are not always open. In fact, um, the last time it was open, it was in 2001, and the designations were announced in 2021, um, but prior, I'm sorry, in 2020, and then uh, they were nominated in 2020 and uh, designated in 21. But prior to that, the last ones were done in 2009. Um, so it's, it's not all the time. Uh, just every so often the federal uh, office opens those designations. It is a very rigorous process. It takes extensive research and documentation um, to require uh, to prove that you really are that great representation of your community and showcasing the best you have to offer. Well, Acadia All-American Road in Maine, one of my favorites, passes through that charming seaside town of Bar Harbor where visitors can check out local restaurants for endless seat-to-table options. Do most of the byways offer opportunities to sample local cuisines? Absolutely. So most of our byways go through small towns. And many of them only have locally owned restaurants where you can really get the true flavor of that area. And I know Florida's Big Bend Scenic Byway beckons travelers to take a drive on the wild side where theme parks and bright lights then give way to horizons of towering pines and blue-green gulf waters. Can you tell us what part of Florida is the bend? So the, the Big Bend Scenic Byway is just outside of Tallahassee. It's a little bit south and to the east of there. It takes about eight hours to travel the full 220 miles of this really beautiful wonderland inhabited by birds, butterflies, and lots of wildflowers. Mm. Yeah, that's what, scenic byways are an Instagrammer's paradise. Do you have any suggestions for capturing those stunning images? So first of all, consider safety, yours and the flora and fauna around you. Um, you always want to remember, leave no trace. You know, these are beautiful natural areas and we want to keep them that way. So don't tread where you shouldn't and stomp, stomp down some of those beautiful flowers. Um, but also don't step out on the highway where you won't be safe either. Um, so that's one of the, the first cautions because you're going to see lots of beautiful uh, landscapes and things where you definitely want to take some pictures. So another thing to consider is are you looking for those iconic areas where everybody gets their picture made? Or are you looking for something fun and usual that really captures the unique culture of that area? Because we have a lot of those great unique opportunities as well. 
We're talking about scenic byways with Stacy Brown. Stacy, what do scenic driver travelers request most? So the main thing is they want something different. They want something not everyone has done. They want a real experience. They want to get to know the area they're traveling through, to see the diversity of the landscapes and of the people and their way of life, um, and taste their food, uh, experience their culture, and really, um, you know, take some of those great souvenirs home. So this scenic driveway, byway travelers are really looking for something unusual and different. What advice do you have for planning your route and preparing your vehicle? So I think one of the first things to decide is if the byway is your destination or if it's the way you'd like to travel to or near your destination. Um, so sometimes I'm traveling with my family and we're going to a specific town. So then I'll go on and I'll kind of search and look and see what, what byways are around there um, say I'm just flying to that town, and then I may be driving around uh, outside the community. Or I may be driving from home to that community, so I may want to see what byways I can travel on the way there. Um, so there are lots of different ways you can uh, plan that route uh, to get either to the byway or around the byway. Um, one thing to consider when traveling byways is that many of them are rural. So there aren't as many opportunities to get gas. Um, so you want to make sure that your car is in good condition and so you have a good full tank of gas. Um, you know, and some of them also don't have as many places to, to stop and get a little snack and have something to drink. So you could just, you know, put, pack those as well um, and really have a great experience along the byway. Many scenic byways have been around for 20 to 25 years and need renewed evaluation. What is scenic conservation, and how do foundation members protect and enhance the scenic views? Now, this is really important. Um, a lot of people don't really think about scenic conservation, or they don't think they think about scenic conservation, because it, it's concerned specifically with managing the visual quality of communities in the countryside to preserve and enhance the scenic resources, um, and many of them have an established plan to do that. So. What we're talking about is, you know, you may be driving along um, a beautiful river, but it may be so overgrown on the riverbanks that you don't ever get to see the river. Um, so that's a view shed and making sure that you're being able to see that beautiful river that's, that's just right across from you. Um, so that's just one example. And so one of the keys there is education, not only for the byway community on how do we um, identify, enhance, and maintain those view sheds, um, for the generations to come, but also for the public and elected officials as well. Um, oftentimes laws are made or things are done at the uh, state or even local level, and they don't realize the impact on those view sheds. So that's important to keep that top of mind for those uh, elected officials as well. Whitby Scenic Iowa is home to the first scenic byway in the country set entirely on an island. Please tell us more. So this is a beautiful area. It's in the center of the Puget Sound, um, and that island kind of harkens back to simpler America. There are small towns with shops side by side on the seaside main street. Um, ferries busy themselves with people traveling to and from work or play. 
their farms and some of the some of them have been in the family for uh, hundreds of years and some uh, have an ocean view and are very uh, kind of tender and not fanatically tended um, so there are really a, a variety of those small towns some great uh, patriotic military towns uh, and then you'll also see some great artistic villages so that Puget Sound area and that history is just beautiful through there. Our listeners know we're big fans of anything on rails, and the sense, sights, and sounds of living history are part of the experience of Railroad Town, an authentic peek into life in the year 1891 along Nebraska's Sand Hill Scenic Byway. What are some other byways that might have a railroad connection? You know, there are so many um, with railroad conditions because the, the byways often weave through the small communities. Many of these were once mainly served by railways, and that was about the only way you'd get there um, unless you were taking a long horse and buggy ride. Um, so a lot of our byways have connections to the railway, um, and you'll see, you know, old depots along the way. Um, maybe even some old outhouses that they used along the way, um, as well as some museums and things featuring the railways. I know for my grandson, he is a huge train fanatic, and so pretty much every byway we travel on, we can find some type of railroad connection. I've got to travel with him. I want to tell our listeners that you're listening to Travel with Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mariella Nugent-Lee. Listen on iTunes or blogtalkradio.com or check out the archive show anytime on Facebook. And tonight we're talking with Stacey Brown about scenic byways. Stacey, you, you started to talk about museums. There are so many different museums and attractions on the byways to appeal to all tastes. What are some of the most memorable, you, you think? So, you know, one of the fun things about byways is, as I mentioned, the diversity. So whether you're into tall tales like Paul Bunyan along the Paul Bunyan Scenic Byway in Minnesota, or you're really interested in the living legends of the Wild West, such as the Billy Kidd National Scenic Byway in New Mexico, um, all of our byways have lots of history and some great museums where you can find out more about that. Mm. And unusual shopping can be found all along our scenic byways. Could you give us some examples of the unique shopping experiences? So you'll often find shops where you can collect locally made products um, or take a piece of that local history home with you. Personally, I love to find those unique pieces of clothing um, that no one else has. So mm. there are always great uh, shopping opportunities, whether you want something old or you want something new. <laughs> well, for many, the simple act of driving along scenic routes can be such a relaxing and stress-reducing experience with the tranquility of nature, the open road, and the absence of the daily grind. Ah. But there are wonderful spas and hot springs along the byways that provide a sense of peace and escape. Any suggestions? Oh, my goodness. There are some beautiful ones. Um, so the Colorado River Headways Byway features the Hot Sulphur Springs. So this is a town with a natural mineral hot springs that actually almost disappeared. It kind of fell in disrepair, 
And then back in the 1990s, um, someone kind of took it over and cleaned it up and really kind of brought the town back to life. Um, so there are lots of places you can go where they've got that tranquil, soft nature. Um, but, you know, some people are looking for a little more adventure. Um, for example, on the Creole Nature Trail, uh, which is an all-America road, you can stroll along the boardwalk through the marsh and spy alligators in their natural habitat. So depending on what you're looking for, um, some soft beauty or some more adventurous beauty, we have it all along the byways. Mm. Well, the Strait of Juan de Fuica Scenic Byway in Washington State has plenty of great pit stops along the way. Uh, We've been told that you should watch for whales and bald eagles, explore fishing villages and attractions, or venture out to follow a boardwalk trail that leads to the northwesternmost edge of the continuous United States. Why is this byway a vital link connecting the people, the landscape, and the culture? You know, you really stumped me on this one. I have not been there. So I started doing a little research, and oh, my goodness, um, this is a place I have got to go myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks phenomenal, um, and it's it's uh, got quite a story to tell. So it's got stunning views, a wide variety of wildlife, really steeped in a lot of the Native American history and artifacts. Um, so it looks like it has really a wild, a wide, diverse range of views um, as you're going along the highway. It's also in that Puget Sound area, um, and it just looks phenomenal. So uh, you, you stumped me a little bit on that one. <laughs> well, we also hear that Salida, Colorado is for the dogs with plenty of dog-friendly spots around town. Isn't part of the joy of exploring scenic byways the opportunity to travel with your favorite pooch? Absolutely. So most places along the byway are pet friendly. Um, they have a lot of things where you can, you know, one of the things about byways, too, is you don't want to just stay in your car. You want to stop and get out and explore. Um, so there are many places to do that. One of the things I love along uh, our byway, the Boomer Bus Byway, in the summer, they have the Sunflower Trail, and there are farmers all along the route that plant sunflowers, um, and one of them does a sunflower maze, um, and you can get out with your animals and go travel through the maze. If you've got some strong enough clippers, you can take your own sunflowers home with you oh. um, and really get out and have a great time. Oh. We're talking scenic byways with Stacy Brown of the National Scenic Byway Foundation. Which, by the way, receives no government funding, necessitating that all programs and outreach are supported through membership program fees, sponsors, and donors. To grow and sustain byways for future generations, how can our listeners contribute? You know, one of the best ways is to start by traveling the byways yourself and encouraging others to do so. Um, the money you spend along the byway enjoying yourself creates a positive economic impact in the communities that you tra- traverse through. So many of these communities are small rural communities um, with very little economic development. So traveling that byway um, can have a very positive impact on the lives of the people in the area through which you travel. So that's one way to do it. Another way, if you want to help buy ways to sustain themselves, is by supporting the foundation. 
So you can go to our website, uh, www.nsbfoundation.com. Um, you click on the About Us tab and then Support NSBS, and we've got a nice little donation tab on there for you. Um, or by becoming a, a sponsor of one of our special webinars or other special events that we have. Um, the National Scenic Byway Foundation is really that educational arm and support for the byways themselves. We really help connect the byways um, and help them to be more self-sufficient and to learn best practices of keeping byways. Okay, our guest tonight has been Stacy Brown, president of the National Scenic Byway Foundation. Thanks, Stacy, for being our guest on Travel with Radio. Thank you so much. I have had a wonderful time tonight, and uh, as we discussed, scenic byways are a part of the American experience, and they take us to and through the places we've always dreamed of traveling, guiding us through our history and heritage, and connecting us to national parks, scenic shorelines, majestic mountains, and more. So get off the beaten path and enjoy the road. Hmm. That's it for this edition of Travel with Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writer. We'll talk to Douglas Trueblood, Vice President of Marketing for Hudson Yards here in New Jersey. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe.